Welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host and I am so grateful that you are here with me today. Thank you for joining. This podcast is all about me showing up and sharing stories from my heart so that you know, recognize, and really, truly realize you're not alone. We are in this together. Yep, me and you. But the best part is it's not just me and you. There is also a community of individuals holding out their hand, ready to welcome you. It is called the Soul Circle Community, and it takes place off of social media. And it's a beautiful place to gather. And I would love to join you over there and keep this conversation going. You can learn more about it in the link below or also through my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now, let's jump in to this week's episode, shall we? And first and foremost, I want to say thank you for your patience because each episode is supposed to launch every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. And I had this recorded initially on Friday. And then I was like, ah, it's not my favorite. Like, I feel like I kind of jumped all over the place. It didn't flow really well. Let me re-record because Dustin will usually edit them for me and he didn't edit it yet. I was like, all right, I have time. Let me re-record. So on Saturday, I did just that. I was so happy with what I recorded. And when he came home late at night after work to edit it so that we could have it published and ready for Sunday morning, the quality of the sound was terrible. Unfortunately, I forgot to hit one single button. And so it wasn't picking up my regular microphone, but picking up the microphone through the computer that was a little bit away. And it just was unlistenable. It really, really was. And I don't want to put out quality that you can't sit down and listen to and really enjoy. So I decided I'm just going to re-record today, have it published today. It's not 7 a.m. So I thank you for that patience and a huge lesson, right? Stop procrastinating. <laughs> I don't know if I will ever stop procrastinating. That is kind of a part of my DNA, I feel like. But to also make sure that that one tiny little button is pushed <laughs> because it is really necessary. And this episode was a big one for me to record. It's something that I have been wanting to sit down and chat with you about for a while, but I have been nervous too thinking that if I talk about it, it's going to change the outcome of it. And have you ever felt that way about something where you're so excited about something, really looking forward to something, want something to happen a certain way, and so you almost hold back because you're afraid to jinx it. And that's what I felt. And then last night, when the recording didn't go as planned, I was like, oh my goodness, is this a sign? Should I not be sharing about this on the podcast? And I had to, you know, re-talk myself off the ledge and be like, no, these things happen, <laughs> you know? It's okay. We can start fresh tomorrow and try again. And so what I wanted to share with you is a little bit more about my pregnancy journey. And I know I have chatted about it a little bit here and there on the podcast, but have not really gone much into depth about it. And it really is out of this fear 
this fear of, is everything going to be okay? This worry, this wondering of, oh my goodness, will, will it all work out, <laughs> you know? And it's been looming over my head sort of like a cloud following me wherever I go. And I've had to be really, really aware of it so that it doesn't take over my every day. And that I'm able to also stand in the joy of it, even though, of course, that worry is probably always going to be there. I've had people told me, tell me that this is just the beginning of the worry, right? And it's true. It is. But it doesn't mean that the worry has to dictate how my day is going to look or feel or how I'm going to feel. And so here I am. 22 weeks into this journey, which is wild and unbelievable. The time has been going by so quickly. I really cannot believe it. And it's amazing and it's incredible. And it's also filled with so much self-doubt and wonder and worry, all of it mixed together. And the reason why there is, for me, all of this added level of stress in this cloud that's following me is because back in last February, Justin and I, we had finally decided, you know, that we were ready. It was time. We were going to try to have kids. And it was a decision that we did not make lightly. It was one we had talked about for a really long time, had gone back and forth on, you know, it's a final decision. Once you have them, you can't return them. <laughs> they are yours forever. And so we wanted to make sure that when we made that choice, it was that we were both on the same page with it. And we finally came to that decision. We were ready. We were on the same page. And I got pregnant and I was over the moon excited. Couldn't believe it. You know, you talk about something, you think about something, but then when it actually happens and it's here, it's unbelievable. And through my mm, excitement, I started to create a beautiful little scrapbook to give to this baby-to-be. And I filled it with the picture that we got from the sonogram. I put in a note sharing how I told Dustin. I wrote a note about how I was feeling when I found out and just started to, to build what would eventually, hopefully in my mind, become a book that I could give to them when they were older to just show the journey of how they came into this world. And I loved creating it. I'm, my mom was a scrapbooker. I'm not a scrapbooker per se, but I love putting things together and crafting and gluing and all that fun stuff. So it was so much fun to do. And then we went to one of our ultrasounds where they were supposed to do some testing. And we found out that there was no heartbeat. The pregnancy wasn't viable. We had lost our little one. And it was not at all the news that I was expecting to hear. I thought everything was going great. You know, I had no idea what my body should have been feeling, no idea of any signs that something was wrong, but it was. And it was absolutely heartbreaking and devastating to hear that news. And knowing that we did wait so long and my age, I really started to wonder, is this, is this meant to be? Because Dustin and I had both agreed that we're going to try. 
And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, that's okay too. We're going to trust that what is meant to be is meant to be. And if it doesn't happen, we still have this beautiful life together that will continue living. And if it does happen, our life will change in a different way and we'll live in that life as well. And so I think, oh my goodness, is this it? Is this a sign saying, no, what it's not meant to be? It's not what is in the cards for you. And going through that loss is oh, devastating, like any loss. It lives deep inside your heart and it's there and it stays with you. And it shows up in different unexpected ways at times that you think like, oh, I've made it over the mountain of this. And then something brings you right back and you're just right there again. And after some time and healing and so much grieving, we decided we're going to try again and see what happens. See if it is in our cards or not. And then I conceived again. And I couldn't believe it. I remember standing in the bathroom looking at the little pregnancy stick and it's saying pregnant and like having to look a couple of times like, really? Is that, am I really reading this right? And oh, my heart just burst with so much joy. And I was so excited. I couldn't wait to tell Dustin, but I wanted to do it in like a fun way this time because the first time was not the best. <laughs> and so I was scheming up a little fun way and idea of how I can share the news with him. And when I told him, he was so happy and couldn't believe it as well. And there was all of this joy that I was feeling, but then there was this nervousness of wanting to really be in the mode to celebrate it, but then so afraid that something was going to happen. So afraid that we would go to an appointment and they would say the same words they said before. And so it almost felt like every single doctor's appointment, I was just holding my breath, holding my breath that it was all going to be okay. And I was really a little hesitant and nervous to, to share the news with others because what if it happened again? You know, what if it turns out the same way the first one did? And so we waited a little bit, you know, to share the news. And we shared first just with our immediate family just to let them know. And it was still early on then. But what I had learned from the previous journey <laughs> that I was on was that no matter what happens, like we need the support of our loved ones. We need those who are closest to us to know so that they can be there for us. Because in those times, we absolutely need that support and that love and that care. And that is what helped me get through the first time. And so sharing it with them, but then really wanting to hold the news close beyond sharing it broadly, because I just, I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't want it to, to turn out in a different way, right? I wanted to continue to hold on to the hope. And there was one point in the beginning where I was feeling all the feels, you know, I had the morning sickness and the tenderness and all of that. And it was like every little thing I was like, oh, okay, good. Like, I feel this. I, um, 
almost wanted to feel nauseous because then it felt like something is something is good, right? If I'm feeling nauseous, that's that's a good sign. And then there was a moment when those feelings went away and my heart sunk. And I felt like deep in my gut, like, oh, something is wrong. Something is not right. And I was convinced, totally convinced, that it was the same outcome as before. And so I went to my doctor, and there we were, sitting in the ultrasound room. And the technician pulls up on the screen, our little baby girl. And I couldn't believe it. I had to, like, blink twice because it, I for sure thought something was wrong. And there she was, going strong, growing and becoming and doing all the things. And it really made me realize, like, I have to, I have to be in this. I can't allow the fear and the worry to take over. And if you think about life, right, just our normal, everyday living, nothing is promised. Nothing. I thought for certain my mom was going to be here for a very long time. When we were cleaning out my grandma's house to move her into a home, and it took a while to get her to to move out of her giant house and, and go somewhere that was just better for her. I remember my mom saying to me, when I'm older, you just put me in a home. I don't want to have to make you go through this, what I'm going through with her. And we laughed about it and we chuckled about it and it became just like sort of a jokey kind of thing, right? And I always thought there was going to be that day when she was older and I'm going to say, mom, remember you told me and we would have a good laugh about it. And unfortunately, that day is not going to come because she isn't here. I thought she would be here for some of my bigger milestones as I got older. And she's not. And we, we think, right? We think we know what the future is going to hold or we hold on to hope of what it is going to hold and how it is going to be and look and feel. But we can't control that. We cannot control what the outcome is going to be. You can even think back to two years from now when we were at the start of the pandemic. In the beginning of March, I was running like crazy from here to there. Doing all the things, working five days a week in the office and then running out the door to make it to Girl Scouts. And I was exhausted, but I felt like, you know, this is the way life is. I wanted things to be different, but I didn't know how they could be different. And I just thought, this is the way it goes, right? This is how it all is. And then, completely unexpectedly, the world shut its doors, closed everything down. And here I was at home. Here I was having to figure out a new routine and rhythm and what does life look like now? I couldn't have planned for that. I couldn't have predicted it. It was what it was, and we had to course correct and adjust. I found myself sitting outside in the backyard watching the birds, which is something I probably never would have done had life continued on 
the way that it was, right? And so I think it's important to remember that even though we can't control what the future is, we need to still make plans for it. We have to have something to look forward to. And we need to enjoy and be excited in the moment that we are in. And yes, of course, there's going to always be that underlying worry, that doubt, that uncertainty, and maybe even that fear. But that can coincide and live right alongside joy and happiness and gratitude and all of it. And it doesn't have to become the prominent ones that take over all the joy. It can live right there right below the surface. We can recognize it and acknowledge it, but not allow it to become that permanent guiding force. Instead, stand in the joy. Stand in the beauty of the moment that you're in right now. And so that's really been my focus, is trying to not allow all of the uncertainty to take over and to stand in the joy of it. My body is doing amazing things right now. It's nourishing this tiny little life that is growing and becoming. And it's completely surreal. My body is growing and expanding in ways I never imagined it would, right? And to feel all the tiny little flutters and feel her movement, it's wild. I mean, there's a tiny little human inside me. Unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. And before I was pregnant, I just never even gave thought to all the worry that women carried around with them during this time. Because it was nothing I had ever experienced, so I just never even thought about it. And now I look at all the incredible, amazing moms around me and all they have gone through to bring their children into this world. And I'm like, wow, incredible that you were able to, to do it, right? That you made it through all this stress and anxiety and all of it and to have these wonderful children. Oh, so much admiration. We don't know some things, right? Sometimes until we're walking in those shoes and we see, oh, this is really what it feels like. Yikes. <laughs> so much going on here. And so I'm trying to take a deep breath and be in the moment. And I was listening to a podcast recently with a woman who is also pregnant and she has had multiple losses and was sharing about how she is also kind of feeling this worry on her journey and has been very hesitant to share about it and holding back. And it felt good to hear that too, because I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one. I thought it was just me, you know? But then one thing she said that really struck a chord with me was she was saying how, and she's also having a baby girl, how this baby girl inside her deserves to be documented deserves to be celebrated and loved on 
in all the ways. And we can't predict or control what the outcome is going to be. But in this moment, right now, need to celebrate all that is happening in this moment. And it's so true. I need to really be present in this moment and feel all the feels, feel the highs and the lows and the sadness and the excitement and all of it, right? There's space for all of that. And I think I have probably only taken one or two photos so far because it's almost been like, if I take a photo, if I start to make another book, if I do whatever, I'm going to, to jinx it. But come on, let's be honest here. I don't have that much control of the world. If I had that kind of power, think of what I could do with it. And I need to realize that doing those little things is not going to change what's going to come. It's just giving me room to be in wherever I am. And so I want to start documenting more, taking those photos, really acknowledging all that is happening. We haven't done much yet to even prepare. We got the dresser and the crib because we were worried about shipping times with things being out of stock and all that fun stuff these days. So it's all still sitting in a box waiting to be brought up to the nursery and put together. But I want to start, you know, getting her room ready, making it a cozy little sanctuary for her. Start to really look at what do we need and get it on the registry. And be in the joy of picking out these fun little things for her. And knowing that, uh, no matter what, we have this moment right here today. And so be in it and enjoy it and savor it. And the way that I've been trying to really be more present in these moments is by talking to people. Because sometimes we just need to be heard. We need to allow ourselves space to, to get it out. And not for someone to be like, oh, no, no, don't worry about that. It's going to be okay. Because they can't predict the future either, right? They have no idea what's going to happen. But we just want someone to listen to us and to recognize that it's okay to have these uncertain feelings. So I've been opening up and sharing honestly how I'm doing. And that's not always easy to do, right? Because we want to sometimes just paint the picture that things are great, <laughs> things are wonderful. But when we do that, it, we do it to total disservice to ourselves. Because we need to talk about it. We need to get it out. We need to be heard. And I am so grateful for my family and friends who just listen. They don't try to, to change the outcome. They don't try to make me think things might be different. They just allow me to share. And they listen. And what a gift that is. Another thing, and of course, you know, this is my jam, <laughs> is turning to my notebook. And I've been writing. And at first I was really hesitant to write because I'm like, oh my gosh, if I put it down in ink, is that going to be a jinx? <laughs> but I, I need to write. I need to get it out of me. 
And the most beautiful thing about the blank page is it will catch whatever I throw at it. And I don't have to keep it. I can rip it up. I can burn it. I can throw it away. And I can be absolutely raw and honest in ways that I might not feel I can do with others. And so it's great to just get all of that out of me. So turning to the blank page has been a wonderful way to just purge all of these feelings and emotions. And another thing I'm doing is moving my body. And it's not, you know, like trying to get in shape or do this. It's just so good for my mental health. It really is. Whenever I move my body, I just feel so much better. And before I was pregnant, that would have looked like a three-mile run. But right now, that's just not my thing. So it might look like a short walk or lifting some weights or doing a video or yoga. But being really gentle and knowing that I can tune in to what my body is feeling and do that. It doesn't have to look like what it always looked like before. But in doing that, it just allows my mind to relax, to release, to be more in the moment. It kind of pushes away that cloud that's overhead. And the last thing I've been doing, and I've been doing this since my mom has passed, but it has shifted in a little bit of a way now. And that is talking to my angel. And when I had lost my mom, I always still felt her so near and close. And I didn't want to lose that. And so I kept talking to her. I write to her. I just share what's going on, what's happening, what I wish she was here, here for. But now on this journey, I've also been sharing moments of help, asking for help and just saying, please. Help me not have these feelings swallow me up. Please help me be in the present moment. And it feels great to be able to just directly talk to her, directly talk to my other angels. And what is incredible is I see signs of them around. With my mom, it's feathers. And sometimes it might be the cloud turning into a shape of a feather in a time when I most needed yet least expected to happen and there it is right there or finding a feather right below my feet and I think I find these signs because I am looking for them but I also just think she's right there she's absolutely alongside of this journey with me and I know she would have been oh, over the moon excited for this moment and she would have been right here this whole way and, oh, would have been the person I turned to with the million questions I have. <laughs> the ones that you're like, oh, do I really want to ask that to someone? I totally would have asked her. And so I'm leaning into that, leaning into feeling her close by. And all these things have really been helping me and have been really important. Because this is, this is a part of my story. And if I take a look back on my life, there are so many things that are a part of my story that didn't go the way I had planned or that completely changed course or that were amazing and incredible and went exactly 
as I had desired. But in that moment, I didn't know. I was just in it and doing it. And so it needs to be the same right here, right now. Being present in the moment, feeling all the feels. And I have been feeling really good. My body has been feeling great. And then, of course, I worry. I'm like, oh, my gosh, should I be feeling worse? But why do we do that to ourselves, right? Why do we think something has to be so hard? It doesn't. It doesn't have to be so hard for it to be good. It can just be what it is. Just be in it. And just taking deep breaths. Mm, Right? That's all we can do. I am so excited for this next chapter. So excited for what is to come. And I don't want to take away from that excitement. I want to be able to stand in it. And even just be excited for like these these little moments when I feel her move. Like, oh, I cannot wait for Dustin to be able to, to feel it as well. Because it's thrilling. It is absolutely thrilling. And this is my journey right now, right, where things are in this crazy state because I'm expecting. But we all have something, right, something where we might be working towards or hoping to create or wanting to bring into the world. And there might be that fear that's looming overhead, that uncertainty. And no matter what it is, We have to remember that we can have that fear. It can be there. But it doesn't mean we don't do it anyway. It doesn't mean we don't take the leap into the wild unknown and just see where it goes. So many times I took that leap anyway, totally uncertain what the outcome was going to be. And sometimes it was a complete flop and failure, but I learned from it. And then other times it worked out in ways that I never, ever imagined it could or would. And it was magic. But I never would have had those learnings or that magic had I not taken the chance. Had I not just been in the moment and went for it anyway. And so that's what um, I'm encouraging you to do. To be in the moment of wherever you are. And that moment actually might be really deep sadness. And sometimes we need to just be standing in that. When my mom passed, you couldn't tell me to stand in joy. Because there were those moments where I just, I had to be sad. I had to go through all of that. And within that, I did find pockets of joy. Moments where we would just be sitting around the table sharing stories about her and laughing hysterical. And realizing that even though we were feeling this incredibly deep sadness, it was okay to also feel this incredible joy. Because she had brought that joy to us, right? So be where you are, wherever you are. And don't wish it away. Don't. Try to push it to become something else. Just be in it. Not easy, I know, but it is really all a part of our journey. And here I am, 22 weeks, being in the moment. 
halfway through. Crazy, right? Crazy. Ugh. I thank you so, so much for being here, for listening, for being so patient with my delay. But before we go, I do want to leave you with a writing prompt because it really helps to just jot things down sometimes. To allow yourself space to go a little bit deeper than you thought you might want to or could. Because the pen and the page, they are magic. They provide space for you to open up into. So give yourself that permission. No judgment. Don't hold back because you don't have to keep it. You can totally rip it up into a million pieces so nobody ever knows what you wrote. But just start with the phrase in this moment and get down how you're feeling, what you're doing, who you're with in this very moment. Document the truth of this moment, all the feels. The good, the bad, the happy, the sad, all of it. Get it down. And then come on over to the Soul Circle community and share, because that is where we have the opportunity to connect deeper and learn more about one another. And I can't wait to hang out with you over there. Again, you can find it by clicking the link in the show notes below or also on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. It's completely free. It's just a community space off of social media that we can gather without any distractions or ads or all that other annoying stuff. (laughs) And thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of my journey, for listening in. I will be back next week with a brand new episode and I will remember to press that button (laughs) so that it records properly. And mm, I just wish you a wonderful week ahead and we will talk soon. 